When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Fast Podcast. Welcome back to Points. I'm your host, Blake Level. With me, as always, my co-host, Don Reagan. We're back here for our Week 10 picks in the NFL. And um, as uh, those have continued to follow along, Dylan holds a pretty sizable lead in our season picks. Uh, but uh, I think, think I may have made up one yes. uh, last week in Week 9. So I've still got, I think, double digits or somewhere close to there uh, to go. So... Uh, probably won't be making up too much ground this week uh, when it comes to our picks. As you'll see, there's a lot of similarities, but we do have a couple that we are going opposite directions on. We are going in the same direction for our game of the week, which uh, we will start with that, and that is the Seahawks at the Packers. Packers, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home uh, there at Lambeau. And, of course, this will mark the return of two quarterbacks uh, <laughs> as uh, Aaron Rodgers should be back for the Packers. Russell Wilson should be back for the Seahawks. Um, so this game looks a lot better than it did on paper if they'd have played a week ago. Uh, all about the scheduling, and uh, this one turned out, uh, I guess, okay for both parties. Uh, should be a good game, though. I mean, when these two play, we know wild things happen, but uh, I'll, I'll take the Packers at home here. Yeah, picking the Packers as well. feel like with the way their defense has been playing, there's more, more of a balanced team. I know the Seahawks got a win right before their bye, but... You know, it was against the Jaguars, and now we have uh, Russell coming back, and obviously that's going to give them a boost on offense. And their defense has improved over the course of the year, but it's not a unit that I'm uh, thinking of as anywhere other than towards the bottom of the league still, probably in the last quarter of the defenses at least at this point. So, yeah, the Packers at home, uh, you know, I feel like they should cover two, but obviously this is contingent on both Aaron and, and Russell playing uh, uh you know, it sounds like for sure Russell is. There's still a little uncertainty with Aaron Rodgers, but at this point it's likely that he will. So with that being the case, I think Green Bay, I th- you know, they have enough, even with all the, the drama and all that stuff that's gone on there, I think they'll be able to rebound uh, from last week and come together in this one and get a big win. Yeah, should be a good game, and uh, that is why it is our game of the week. Not sure there's a lot of other ones that you just kind of look at that sort of wow you. As you'll see, there's a lot of uh, pretty – high spreads here um it's kind of a mixture you got some really high spreads you got some really close spreads uh on this week all right to our betting locks and uh for those of you who have watched the chiefs this year you will think uh, i'm an idiot and you may already think that uh but i am uh, gonna go with the chiefs on the road here uh, two and a half point favorites on the road uh, in las vegas to play the raiders i mean this is i told you Dylan, this is really going out on a limb here which i would have never thought i'd be saying that before the season started but at this point in the season this chiefs have been anything but dominant um, they're on the road playing a Raiders team that should be a little bit more focused after losing that game against the Giants. But my thought process is I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Um, I think the Chiefs, if they do win this game, should win by a field goal. And at two and a half points, uh, I will make this my betting lock just because uh, it's it's risky with how the Chiefs have been playing. But Chiefs in prime time, I know it you know hasn't necessarily worked out at times this season. But... I think that they will find a way to uh, win this game. And like I said, just because I do think that, 
I think they'll win by a field goal or more. Yeah, this one, they, they've played some really close games the last, uh, especially the last season. The Raiders won one of them in Kansas City in a kind of a crazy shootout. The second one, Kansas City pulled off at the Raiders, but barely. It was, it was kind of like back and forth. Felt, again, like a Big 12, kind of old 10 years ago, Big 12 type of game. I have the Raiders here, so I'm going against your betting lock. But I, I, like you said, if they're going to win, and the, the Chiefs probably still feel like they're going to then it's by a field goal sounds pretty reasonable i just you know i know the raiders just lost to the giants and they've had some up and down games but they've really played up to opponents and one that they've played up to in the past as we just talked about is the chiefs so i i do think that right now where vegas's defense is still more in the middle of the pack the chiefs have improved uh they're not it was pretty brutal to daniel Sorensen. there was a tweet that showed basically it was a matching line graphs of the the chiefs uh the number of snaps that Sorensen's getting and the number of points they're giving up per game and as his snaps have gone down they've been giving up less points i don't know how much i read into that being a huge over uh, arching factor here i'm curious to see how deshaun jackson fits in the raiders defense and i still think they have enough big plays in them and the way that they kind of seem to to play up to their opponents that i think they uh, uh a sneaky underdog here most mostly because as we'll get through these you'll see uh there aren't a lot of underdog picks that we have overall in this uh in this slate yeah not 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 a lot of those uh yeah picking a lot of favorites this week just as a as a heads up there but of course we will talk about our upsets here shortly all right uh dylan's betting lock uh it's quite interesting to think about when we started this podcast what several years ago now um this was sort of that first game between these two teams that really yep. I can think back like, wow, that stood out. And, of course, that's when the Ravens went to uh, Miami and just completely trounced the Dolphins. But I don't even remember what the score was. I think they put up 50-something on them. Um, that's when we had the discussion about the Dolphins maybe being the worst team in NFL history. <laughs> that year they turned around. And since then, we thought they were going to really turn it around. Well, they haven't done so this season. And uh, the Ravens are a 7.5-point favorite on the road against the Dolphins here. I picked the Dolphins in this game. Uh, as I told Dylan, I think this is probably, you know, what I would have went with in my second choice for my betting lock. Uh, Ravens, Thursday night game, eh, you never know what to expect. But we're talking about which team is better, and uh, I could definitely see the Raiders or Ravens uh, winning this game by a couple touchdowns here. Yeah, it's a little risky, but I've been going with picks that I thought were safe for the last few weeks, and none of them have really panned out well. I've uh, Basically, the last two weeks, I think if you – if you're a fan of an underdog team, you're hoping I'd do the betting lock because that means your team's going to actually win the game. But um, in this one, I don't see that happening. I know the Dolphins won last week, but they're still one of the worst teams in the league, still have a, a bottom bottom eight defense on offense. that They're abysmal. I don't think they have the firepower when they have the ball to take advantage of what Baltimore's defense has struggled with. That's the one thing for the Ravens over the – as we go – you know, as we look at maybe more of a big picture thing at the AFC playoff race, I, they're still in prime position to win the North, even with all the teams, with all, their, all the five wins and uh, – uh, the Steelers kind of coming up on them. I and the Ravens defense, though, just overall, still a concern for me. I just don't think in this matchup it is. I've loved to watch what Lamar Jackson that offense can do, and I just feel like the more they get used to uh, the system and more with Rashad Bateman back in there and just different things they've been able to do, I think they should win by more than a touchdown. Um, you know, I've said that for some other teams and it hasn't happened, but I think in this one you'll see Lamar play up to it. Florida kid that. Uh, going yeah, as you said the last time he played here I believe I don't think they played there last year the last time he played there in 2019 on his to start his MVP campaign he put on quite the show and I could see him doing it again all right to our upsets of the week and uh, Dylan's actually got uh, a couple here uh, but uh, I'll take one he'll take uh, his other uh, in his spot but uh, we're both going upset for this game and that is uh, not much of an upset when you look at it from the point spread uh, scenario here Browns at the Patriots 
Patriots are uh, favorites here by a point and a half. So not really. I mean, this is going to be, you know, expected to be a pretty close game, and it certainly could go either way. But I'm going to take the Browns here, uh, as Dylan is as well. And, um, I mean, the Browns looked really good last week against the Bengals, as we talked about. Patriots have certainly started to play better. But um, ah, I just like the Browns' offense. I mean, looks really good against the Bengals. Uh, And even though the Patriots' defense will, will have something to say about that, uh, I just think the Browns are still probably the better team overall. Yeah, it's a it's a risky pick and one that I'm definitely is a coin flip for me either way. I just felt like something about me wanting to pick the Browns here. I, the Patriots have won all these games in a row. They have a ton of momentum. Their defense is playing great, but their offense still hasn't really lit their lit the league on fire by any means. They're 21st in DVOA. They're passing the ball uh, below average rate, running the ball at an average rate. And Cleveland's defense, as they've gotten healthier, has really really improved. And part of me and part of why maybe the spread. I feel like even if if Nick Chubb and a lot of some of those other running backs hadn't been placed on the COVID list, this might be a, a pick em. I, I wonder if how much of an impact that has, the, the, you know, in terms of what they, uh, in Vegas, they feel like they're going to be able to do. Running the ball against the New England front that, yeah, the, the Patriots defense has been great, but they're only 17th in run defense DVOA. It's something that Cleveland can't exploit. And maybe, and we even when it hasn't been a, the Nick Chubb show. We saw Dearness Johnson do that against a really stout uh, Broncos defense just a few weeks ago. That since then has been dominant. Um, so yeah, I, I just I think the, the, right now the Browns are coming together a bit more. I feel a little bit better where their offense is. Yeah, just they cannot turn the ball over. And I know that uh, Baker's had some rough games. One of the uh, games that was outlined in ESPN's piece about what fell apart between Odell and the Browns and Baker in particular was one game in 2019 uh, between the Patriots and the Browns. And Baker definitely did not have his best game, got confused a lot with the coverages and different things they were doing. And I could see, you know, we've seen Bill Belichick have certain QBs numbers, uh, some younger QBs numbers the last few years. But if he doesn't turn the ball over, I think the Browns have enough here to win a game that, yeah, in my mind, maybe a, a light uh, game of the week kind of option as well. Uh, two teams that are you know five and four feeling like they're both going to be headed towards the playoffs in this crowded race and winning this game could be at the end of the day end up being a a kind of a tiebreaker for who actually gets in well the next one here um these are two teams that are kind of hard to trust but i think uh one's hopefully starting to figure it out uh, for their playoff run uh vikings at the chargers chargers are uh, three point favorites in this one um i'm picking chargers here i just Vikings have just, I just can't trust them. And, you know, we've kind of said that about, you just, you never know. I mean, they, sometimes they just feel like they're so close and they can never kind of break through. And, um, I just, I can't do it. Like, I just don't, I could see it happening. Don't get me wrong because the Chargers, as I said, is not, not exactly give you 100% confidence at this point. But, um, I just, I think the Chargers should probably find a way to win this game. Uh, but um, I know you're going in a different different direction here. Well, it's funny because last week I picked the Chargers to win. You picked the Eagles to beat them, and the Chargers yeah. won. Now I'm going against them. So I have this pulse on how I feel about this team. I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I think Minnesota, despite all these losses and all these ridiculous close endings that they've had, are still ranking in 11th in DVOA. I still think they're a pretty solid team, a few spot, five spots ahead of the Chargers. I just, the thing is, I know, I don't know what's going to happen with the Dalvin Cook situation. Uh, very interesting stuff coming out about uh, whether, uh, you know, about off the field issues with 
him accusing uh, someone of domestic violence and uh, the flip side of uh, another charge. So, yeah, it's kind of up in the air in terms of his status. Regardless, though, with Minnesota's running game, I just it's still that Chargers, <laughs> still that Chargers run defense that gets me. And I'm just thinking, of, you know, it was going to impact them last week as well with Philadelphia. I just ha- I, at this point, I just trust Minnesota's defense a bit more. I, I you know, I know they gave up another a big point total in that game uh, against the against the uh, Ravens a week ago. But the thing about Minnesota's defense, they're third in, in past uh, defense DVOA, 26 in run defense DVOA. And if you look at the Chargers offense, they have not run the ball insanely well. Uh, they're 14th in, uh, in DVOA there, whereas they're much better team passing. So I just think the matchup tends to, to favor Minnesota a bit more. I also just think they're bound to, to get a victory at some point in one of these close games. So may, maybe it'll just be this one. I uh, Again, the Chargers, a team that kind of depending on the week, I, I still feel good about them being a playoff team as we as I predicted before the season. But I don't know. Just something about this matchup tells me that the Vikings are going to have a chance to get an upset. All right. To our quick picks. Uh, good luck picking this one based on uh, what has kind of unfolded with these two teams. Falcons at the Cowboys. Cowboys are nine-point favorites at home. Um, I just never at any point that I think when I saw this, like the Cowboys should be nine-point favorites here. I mean, the Falcons, I mean, they're not great, but I mean, they just beat the Saints on the road. And, I mean, they've actually started to play better. And I think it's, you know, after that game against the Broncos, I, look, we said we think the Broncos are good, but I don't know if they were they were that good. Yeah. Um, and so I think that, that brings about a little few more questions for the Cowboys. But... I will say this too, Falcons defense, probably not the Broncos defense. And um, so I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win this game. But uh, I, I I almost consider this as like one of those, you know, mm-hmm. wild throw, take a chance on the Falcons here. But uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to go that far. But I think this could actually be much closer than the nine-point spread. Yeah, I think so too. I, I Just Dallas spooked me, as I kind of said before the podcast, you with what – they put on the field last week i know they face a much better defense than this and that's why yeah i think dallas will win and i do think they'll actually cover i think that atlanta's defense doesn't provide the, the same questions and, and problems that, that denver's did um and while they could maybe still put up points dallas's D, uh, defensive dvoa didn't really take a huge hit despite what they uh, the performance they just put on this past week Falcons still are ranking as one of the worst teams in the league, and I know that they're at the moment the seventh seed in the NFC. I don't know if that's going to last, and I think the Cowboys, uh, you know, overall last week just kind of felt like it wasn't just Dallas. It was across the board, right? We talked about in the takeaways episode that a lot of teams just had off weeks, and those are going to happen from time to time, and I think Dallas reasserts himself in this one and takes care of business against the Falcons team that uh, basically the opposite of Minnesota. Minnesota's three and five. They look like maybe they should be a little better team. Falcons are four and four. I don't. I don't think they're that good. I, I know at certain points in the season, I, I've talked up their offense, and I do really think Matt Ryan's played some spectacular games. Maybe he has another one in him here. Uh, but overall, I just I don't really think that they're going to be a factor by the end of it. We'll see if. But maybe Arthur Smith will have Mike McCarthy's number. Who knows? We'll find out. Yep, we will see on that one. Speaking of the Saints, Saints are at the Titans. Titans three point favorites. In that game, um, I mean, you, you think about it, like that feels a little low maybe based on the mm-hmm. outcome from last week. Titans destroy the Rams, and the Saints lose at home to the Falcons. So that's a you know one of those curious spreads that maybe on the, the surface seems a little low. But also, you you know, we talked about it. There are letdown games, and um, Saints will certainly be a little bit more focused after that loss to the Falcons. So 
should be a pretty good game, uh, but uh, that's not going to change my my thoughts on the Titans being the uh, rightful favorite here to win this one. Yeah, I'm picking the Titans to win. It, it, it maybe is one of the more challenging games they have left on the schedule. Like we talked about, they have things lining up very well for them to have the inside track to that number one seed. Maybe they have, you know, a lot of these teams that have had these kind of sudden defeats that we don't expect are coming off of big wins. Maybe coming off of that big win against the Rams on Sunday night, this is the game where Tennessee falls back and we and we're like ah there it is there's the maybe they're still not you know as great as we think so I, i'm picking the titans uh, i want them I, I believe that they are going to take care of business their defense is ranking 10th in dvoa that if i heard that before the season i would have thought they were going to be at this point uh, probably the best one of the best teams in the afc like they are um the offense still hasn't put together uh you know the best performances week to week to week last week as i talked about in the takeaways episode they didn't really do a whole lot they scored they had two touchdown drives one aided by a questionable penalty otherwise it was really the defense that set the tone and put them in a great place to succeed last week maybe that'll be the case again here because at new orleans offense until that those last few drives against atlanta looked really bad against one of the worst defenses in the league they're going to have much bigger problems presented to them by the titans in that front um in this one so if tennessee can take care of the ball which ryan Tannehill has done a pretty good job of against the saints defense that i think will be looking to rebound from last week i think the titans can eke this one out but i think i i actually do kind of understand the spread i you know like you said based on last week you might think it'd be higher but vegas isn't going to react too much to one week i really do think this is going to be another game kind of in the mold none of these games stand out as like oh these are obvious games of the week but i really am uh, looking forward to this one i think these are two playoff caliber teams going at it that should, should be a pretty good uh, matchup here well this next one may not be that great uh jags at the colts colts 10 and a half point favorites in this one um Listen, we know what happened with the Jags and the Bills last week, but uh, we talk about one-week sample sizes. Uh, I'm not ready to jump on the Jaguars bandwagon just yet. Um, but uh, I, think I'll, I think I'll take the Colts here. Ten and a half. That's a lot of points, as we always say. Those double-digit ones scare us. Uh, just look at what the Bills last week against the Jags. Uh, but the Colts are at home, and uh, they're, they're simply the better team, I think. And uh, hopefully they don't pull the Bills here. Yeah, Colts have, you know, this is a game they have to take care of business on. They're sitting at four and five behind all those teams we've talked about with five wins, but they have everything in front of them. They don't have, uh, you know, the most insane kind of schedule left. Um, according to uh, football outsiders, they still have a 35% chance of making the playoffs. So this is the kind of game that they have to win. If they lose this one, that, that number is going to sink in a dramatic way. I, yeah, they're, they're just the better team. Jacksonville, uh, really strong performance. They did move up a few spots after how they played uh, against the Bills in that unexpected game with their defense. But I, you know, as we kind of talked about, how much can be made about the struggles of that uh, attributed to Jacksonville, how much it was Buffalo's own internal issues that were going on with the offense. Jacksonville's offense still didn't do anything in that game for the most part um and i think they're gonna have similar troubles against indianapolis so yeah the colts are the pick still don't trust them enough to make them the lock even after the crazy point total they put up up against the jets i think we could see something similar to that game at least with the colts scoring i I don't think the jags are going to be uh unless josh johnson comes through that door and and uh and mike mcdaniel and the coaching staff of the jets offense i don't think we're going to see jacksonville putting up a crooked (laughs) number like we saw down the stretch uh the jets did last thursday night well, here's another scary proposition. The Bills are on the road as a 13-point favorite um, against the Jets. <laughs> what was it? Was it 13 and a half last week? Something I like think that? so, yeah. I don't remember. Maybe it was lower. Uh, I'm not sure. But uh, I somehow took that as my – what's that, my lock of the week? Yeah. So no, it was mine. It well. was mine. Oh, it was yours. I okay, believe it I was mine. I took. Probably incorrect. <laughs> but um, anyways, so – 
the Bills are 13 point favorites on the road against the Jets. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm staying away from that. Uh, the Bills are certainly the pick to win here, but man, the Jets are better than the Jags in my opinion. And um, if you want to, if you want to see people jump off a bandwagon, well. If the Bills lose to the Jags and the Jets in back-to-back weeks, uh, I hate to tell you, pal, but uh, your your Super Bowl, one half of your Super Bowl is toast if that happens. So. I, I'm the dumb one. You you did have them uh, as yours. I, I okay. You really mixed the, the Cowboys and them up. I had the Cowboys last week at 9.5 over the Broncos. Right. You had we the Bills were, at 14.5. Yeah. Um, so, man, yeah, I, that spread is scary. Like you said, Mike uh, Mike White's back, uh, at least uh, according to the last report I read, that he's, he's named the starting quarterback for this weekend. So, Whatever happened with his hand must be in a much better shape here. And he looked, I mean, he, the first touchdown drive, he looked just as comfortable as he did against the Bengals. And it's a scary thought here. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Bills fans don't want to hear it. And I, I still think the Bills are just a much better team. I am apprehensive about their offense and where they've gone. They, they dropped eight spots in offensive DVOA. That does not happen in one week often uh, that you have to put up six points against one of the worst defenses in the league to do that and that's exactly what they did uh, they have not run the ball insanely well uh, Josh Allen looked confused by again by looks that weren't it wasn't like the Jaguars are doing anything uh, too crazy you know it uh, wasn't uh, anything that probably that we wouldn't expect Josh Allen to succeed against um, I still think the Jets defense is a pretty pretty much a disaster at this point <laughs> they're the ranking last in the league but i can see them hanging around I, I think the bills get the win uh but yeah maybe it's still a little shakier than than we'd hope for a team that yeah in my case that i picked to uh, make the super bowl from the afc yeah great time to be a josh allen fantasy owner let me tell you um after good thing we racked up a lot of wins behind him earlier in the season because Otherwise, uh, we have to turn to Jalen Hurts here pretty soon. Uh, Lions at the Steelers. Uh, Steelers, nine-point favorites at home here. Steelers being nine-point favorites against anyone is not my cup of tea. Um, <laughs> I I don't have that kind of confidence in them to to outscore people, even if it is the Lions. Um, I just don't. That's a good Monday night game, though. I, I'll yeah. give them that. Them and the Bills had a good game. Uh, but I just, yeah, I'm, I'm always going to be a little hesitant about a spread that high, even if it is against the Lions. Um, but uh, sorry, Lions fans. I, I, even with the Steelers maybe being a little inconsistent at times, uh, I don't think that they're on the uh, the Lions level just yet when it comes to that. So I'll pick the Steelers. Oh, absolutely not. I think the Steelers win. I think they do cover, but it, it's still the Steelers, the nine points and the way the offense has looked. Not insanely encouraged. They did put up some better drives against the Bears defense that's been fine, but still not good. Uh, more concerning was the fact, I mean, uh, uh, obviously the Bears offense has been awful this year, and then Justin Fields has easily, I believe, in my opinion, the best game of his career uh, in some of the throws he was making that second half and the reads he was having and different things he was doing to put the Bears in a place to possibly win. Uh, so I don't want to take away too much from that against Pittsburgh's defense, but they, Pittsburgh's defense still hasn't been the insanely dominant unit that it was early last season and even in 2019. Um, but yeah, it's the Lions, man. I think the Steelers find you know get to six and three, a big win for them as they keep trying to chug along and get into a playoff spot for Detroit. Maybe this is the week. I you know maybe this is the week that somehow they find a way to win. But if, maybe if they're at home, I don't know about picking them in Pittsburgh. They find a way to get a win here. Bucks at Washington. Bucks nine and a half point favorites on the road here against Washington. Um, you know things look a little bit different for Washington. I don't know. Maybe there's some similarities from the playoff game uh, between these two. But um, I think the Bucks uh, have kind of lived up to expectations a little more than Washington has. Certainly the quarterback situation, and then you know the defense hasn't been good as we thought it would be. But um, never easy to go on the road. But um, you know a well rested, fresh Bucks team. 
no thanks. I'm not picking against them. Maybe we should have picked this as a lock. Washington's one and seven against the spread this year. Jeez, uh, that's yeah, I mean, that's true. It's just because you know we. It makes sense to me though when I see that because of the expectations that were had for Washington and have still kind of been clung on to by betters um, about what their defense can be. But their defense is the third worst in the league DVOA wise after being, I believe, second or third last year. That is. Again, one of that we've talked about this. One of the bigger disappointments of the year uh, overall, and now they're facing Tampa's offense coming off a bye. Good luck. Uh, I, I just I see Tampa Bay just steamrolling them. And I, it, on Monday when we record, it, and, and if, maybe I miss my betting lock, I'm going to be looking back at this and being like, man, this was the one that I I should have picked because I, I think Tampa's just such a you know they're one of the most complete teams in the league, and Washington right now has for the most part been pretty pretty disappointing. Well, here's another one that, I, quite honestly, I, I mean, I'm looking at it now. It's if it wasn't double digits, I would probably be like, I'd be all over this. But mm-hmm. even then, I, I think this is actually a pretty easy choice here. Panthers with the Cardinals. Cardinals are ten and a half point favorites in this game. I, you know, I, I don't like to go back and change my picks. So I'm not going to do that. I like to go with the honor system here. But um, says the guy who changes the Super Bowl pick every week. But um, I, I think this is a really good option too uh because i i see no scenario really where the panthers are going to be able to um hang with the cardinals we saw what the cardinals could do without kyler murray and deandre hopkins um so i yeah like the panthers aren't very good right now and i don't have any confidence in that offense i know christian mccaffrey's back but uh there's just very low confidence in what they're going to be able to do and the cardinals defense has been great as we know so um yeah cardinals are the easy pick here and quite honestly i, I probably would have considered this if i hadn't been burned by the the double-digit pick a week ago. Yeah, exactly. I'm, the Cardinals' defense has been great, right? Like, they've been so strong this season, and now they're facing this Panthers offense that's in just disarray the last few weeks, and they have no Sam Darnold. Maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. We'll see if they it shakes up the, the game plan a little bit. But they're 31st in, in, in offensive DVOA, the worst pass offense in the league, facing, yeah, as we just mentioned, Arizona's defense second in the league at this point, just barely behind Buffalo. They've been... The reason that Arizona is a Super Bowl contender at this point, as much as it's about the offense and, uh, and Kyler and, and that unit deserves all the credit in the world, the passing game has been spectacular. It's their defense that scares me and makes me, as a Rams fan, uh, really disappointed with the Rams not capitalizing. Last week, you you felt like, man, they're they're going to be looking real good. They, it's a tough game against the Titans, but they can pull this out. And then you got the Arizona with their backup quarterback and no DeAndre Hopkins against the Niners. Oh, yeah, this will be – we're, we're going to take the lead. Nope, instead it goes the opposite way. And now I'm, I'm, it's going to be hard for me to pick against Arizona for a while even if Kyler doesn't play again and it's because of the defense they're just that good and uh, Carolina right now has a lot of issues I yeah this one right with Tampa Bay is you're right the games that we could regret not making our betting locks well if you're wondering if we're going to pick uh opposite since in our entire quick pick section thus far has been uh, us picking the exact same nope not going to happen because the Eagles are at the Broncos <laughs> Broncos are three-point favorites uh, at home in Denver and uh yeah I mean I Something about the Eagles, like I said, I picked them last week to, to pull the upset against the Chargers. It was close, but I just I, I think the Eagles are like still they're, they're a step away. They're not quite there yet, but you can see the path I think for them. Um, mm-hmm. But they just they've got some other things to figure out before they get there. The Broncos, meanwhile, I thought we could be saying the same thing about them, but I think after that win against the Cowboys, um, there's a lot of reason for optimism uh, for the Broncos here moving forward. Uh, the defense, offense, certainly playing well. Um, so yeah, Broncos at home by three. I'll take it. Yeah, same. I the Eagles have 
put up some performances that have things for their fan base to look forward to. Obviously, they almost beat a good Charger team, um, and, they, and they've run the ball for the most part really well. Um, I just think that's not the best matchup for them against Denver's defense. And this one, uh, while Denver hasn't been spect- all the like, as spectacular as I thought they could be early in the season on that side, uh, their offense has held up. Uh, decently well and, and they just came off one of their best performances as a defensive unit last week obviously they trade Von Miller Jonathan Cooper comes in there gets two sacks right uh, filling in in the same role looked f- fantastic and uh, just at this point I think that I just trust them a bit more especially at home maybe if this game was in Philadelphia this kind of has that feel of a game that I, I might fluctuate on just based on actually the home field advantage because Denver does have one of the better ones in the league uh, fan base wise but also just the uh, the elevation and all those different things. So I'll, I'll pick Denver to, to find a way to win a game that probably should be pretty close by the end of it. All right. We wrap up with the Rams at the 49ers. Rams, three and a half point favorites on the road against the Niners. Pretty disappointing game for the Rams against the Titans, as mm-hmm. we discussed, but uh, a very disappointing game, I'd have to say, for the 49ers, given the circumstances for the Cardinals. Um, and the Niners still could not find a way to, uh, you know, do much in that one to do anything to get a win so um you know i'm i'm not jumping off the rams bandwagon just yet i think they'll they'll be fine here but uh this is one of those tricky divisional games that you never yep. really know about primetime game um i know dylan more nervous than me just because he's a rams fan and uh but my Rams Super Bowl stock right now, I've got to keep it going. And uh, so for that reason, I'm going to pick the Rams here. Yeah, I think it's a, it demonstrates a, a pretty solid bounce back of, uh, potential for the Rams. Uh, the, the thing is that uh, the Niners, man, they've really had McVay's number uh, for the most part. The last couple, I think the last two seasons, the Rams are 0-4 against the Niners they, they had more luck uh, than the previous seasons but even last year when the Rams made the, the postseason they struggled against San Francisco I just don't know if that team they struggled against is the current Niners uh, I they looked brutal last week uh, the, obviously the turnover bug and different things on offense that could have gone their way but they're 25th in pass defense DVOA we talked about their lack of depth at corner I just think that the Rams are not going to have the same issues up front we'll see uh, San Francisco still obviously has Nick Bo, so they have really solid pass rushing potential but I think the Rams will do some different things adjust quicker um, and I think that ultimately this is when they'll they'll find a way to win a big game for them one they, they need to win my Mr. Rig and my dad will be at this game so the Rams better win for his sake he's making the drive up there so uh but no yeah it's uh i think the rams defense also again looked really really good last week and i think you see what arizona just did against the niners i think the rams defense has potential to at least limit them enough to let them find a way to win this one and hopefully cover but uh the niners offense has really been moving up the the chains in dvoa and i still think they it could be end up being a pretty close game between these two rivals yeah, I think so, too, and uh, we'll see how it unfolds there on Monday night. But uh, there are picks for Week 10 in the NFL. But, uh, Dylan, of course, have it all covered over clutch points. Uh, lots of stuff happening over there, not just with the NFL, but the NBA as well. Yes, yeah, so you can go to Clutch Points to follow all the NBA uh, games in our app. You can follow all the NFL games in our app. There's Night football, all the games on Sunday. Um, we have all our prediction uh, articles going through every single game coming up. We have betting articles that will be released for the for – the, uh, Thursday night game today with, uh, for the weekend games on Saturday. So you can read all of our betting predictions. Or you can listen to us, maybe listen more to Blake than I. He's still dominating me in the betting uh, locks at the very least. And you, know, you can find all of our fantasy content, more fantasy content coming out on the fantasy football section at the top of clutchpoints.com. Yeah, check it all out there. And uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast that you search for Step Fast. And uh, thanks as always for listening to the podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. You're on the Step Fast podcast.